Is your watch list starting to look a little empty? Running low on players to stash? From top prospects to players returning from injury, Matt and I will help you replenish on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Anne. Yeah, it was good, guys. You can find us on all social media platforms and podcasting apps. Just search for Locked On Fantasy Baseball and we'll be there. If you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that little uh, bell below and it subscribes you to the channel. Also gives you a notification every time that we drop a new episode. Also, once again, if you're on YouTube, please be sure to like and comment because we love to talk fantasy baseball with you. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price, always guaranteed. Locked On Fantasy Baseball fans, we have a stellar episode for you today. Let us be your team's secret weapon as we provide you with hidden gems to stash on your fantasy baseball team. And boy, oh boy, do we have a great one for you guys today. We're going to start off with some prospects that you need to stash on all of your fantasy baseball teams. Then we have a bunch of players returning from injury that you also need to stash if you have that extra IL spot open. I know players are starting to get healthier, so you might have a few that have opened up recently. So lock on in for the whole episode today as it's action-packed. Matt, who do we got up first? Ah, we got our boy, Ellie De La Cruz. Yes, sir. Um... It's really not play a nice fan uh, baseball reference, so I just got to scoop something up right quick. Um, I don't know why it's not not liking me, but you know, if you want me to read off the stats real quick, I got them ready for you, brother. Uh, I would appreciate that. So, in uh, sixteen games in the minors this year, Ellie De La Cruz has seventy four at bats, eleven runs, twenty one hits overall, five doubles. Three, oh no, five doubles, two triples, five home runs, 13 RBIs, two steals, and he's batting 284. Yeah, and that's nice. I mean, this is kind of what we were hoping he would be doing. Um, I love the average. It's right on par with last year and the year before. So, you know, not really too much off, especially in AAA this year. Um, I mean, hey, if he gets the call up, coat leading up to closer to Super 2, I mean, Ellie could seriously be some uh, real plus – uh, person for your lineup just based off of the fact that he has both shortstop third base and second base eligibility. Now I, I, I could probably think of like 15 teams in every single league. That's probably hurting at shortstop or second base or third base at this point. I, I don't think he has second on Yahoo. He might on other platforms, but I'm, um, I got him pulled up here on Yahoo. I don't see second base. Okay. Definitely third and short though. Okay. Well, I'm saying I just, I'm reading off baseball reference. So gotcha. yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Just wanted to. Yeah. Make sure. So, I mean, long story short, Ellie De La Cruz may be a watch um, as we get closer to the Super 2, which I don't know the exact date yet because I can't, no, ma- no matter what, Google will not tell me. It's so, not, yeah, it's never definitive. It's There's yeah, never an yeah. exact date. It's like kind of like a guesstimate. 
Yeah, so it's it's definitely around the corner by the within the next like I would say three to four weeks. And this is the time where you start looking at your prospects, which we have quite a few on this list of guys that could be possibly called up. Ellie is definitely one of the top names that we're definitely taking a look at, like Yuri Perez being called up today. Yeah, um, I mean, we'll we'll we'll, we'll deep dive uh, Yuri Perez tomorrow as we do our you know infamous uh, waiver wire episode. But uh, yes, that is a uh, if you're listening, that's definitely a pause the podcast and uh, go pick him up real quick. But back to Ellie De La Cruz, I mean. Kid's been on fire. He started off a little bit slow, you know, returning from the injury in AAA, but his last four games specifically, he has four home runs, including two on the ninth. Uh, In that game on the ninth, he had three balls hit over 116 miles per hour exit velocity. And just to give you some context, no team in the major leagues combined this year has that many balls hit over 116 miles per hour, and Ellie did it by himself in one game. Kid is 6'5", 200-plus pounds. He's already in his man body. You know Matt and I were ranting about Ellie De La Cruz all offseason, talking about how he's one of the best prospects out there. And I think right now, with everyone that's got called up recently this year, Ellie might be arguably be the number one prospect in all of the minor leagues right now. Definitely a name you need to know. He's 15% owned on Yahoo. If you have NA spots on your team, you got the extra NA spot, definitely pick him up. If you don't have the NA spots, I'm not grabbing him right now, but I'm definitely adding him to my watch list and making sure that I have uh, notifications ready for when Ellie gets called up. But uh, let's move on here to our next guy. And uh, one of Matt's boys, you know, somebody that has also been talked about a lot on this podcast, it's Jordan Walker. And we know Jordan Walker infamously got sent down and, you know, there was a lot of... um, BS reasons he got sent down. He sh- they should have just let him stay up there and develop, according to you know me and uh, plenty of other people. Well, uh, since he's been sent down in the minors, I'll be honest with you, he is struggling down there, but you still want to keep your eye on Jordan Walker. So since he's been sent down, Jordan Walker's played 10 games in the minors, 36 at-bats, five runs, no doubles, one home run, one RBI. I guess it was off that home run, two steals, and he's hitting 167. So I don't know. Actually, turns maybe the Cardinals knew something. Maybe Jordan Walker's a little upset he was sent. That He's somebody you definitely want to keep your eye on moving forward. You know, I'll give you um his minor league stats from last year so you know why Jordan Walker is worth the hype. Last year in the minors, Jordan Walker, 119 games, 461 at-bats, 100 runs, 31 doubles, 3 triples, 19 bombs, 68 RBIs, 22 steals, and he hit 306. So there's a lot to love about Jordan Walker, but let's not forget he's 21 years old, still got a little bit of room to grow. Uh, definitely a name to throw on your watch list and, you know, have notifications ready for when he gets called back up so you can add him to your team. Yes, sir. Um, Jordan Walker, ah, just, I feel like they're just doing him a disservice at this point. They really just need to really just get their stuff together because, I mean, it's not like they're playing good anyway, and they took probably their most consistent bet out of the lineup and sent him down, which it seems for a control thing, and it seems like they're messing with Jordan Walker. So let me just keep getting really frustrated here um, and just call it a day. I, I mean, you see my face just getting boiled red as we speak. So, you know what, before my blood pressure explodes and I, you know, stroke out here on the podcast, let me move on. Let's talk about Taj Bradley, Taj Mahal Bradley. Um, yes, sir. My guy had a nice little showing real quick. Um, I'm trying to get his thing up real quick. The Taj Mahal himself. I got it right now. Love um, the nickname, bro. That the nickname is great. It's stellar. So if you didn't know what he did when he got called up, he got 15 innings pitched. 
He had 23 strikeouts. He had a 3.52 ERA. Um, he was doing his thing with a 0.91 whip. I mean, I'm loving the numbers. He gets sent back down. It looks like, did he? No, he's up. What am I doing? Yeah, he did. Yeah, oh, he did. He did. I'm no, he got sent back down. He got sent back down. And his ERA is 11, uh, 11.37. So, (laughs) all I'm gonna say is, I don't know what these teams are doing, but like when you bring up a player that's performing, then comes out and performs, you don't just send them down. This is how you short development. But anyway, let me stop complaining. Let me tell you why he's good to keep. One, his start when he had the two the two starts here. Um, two, honestly, Taj Mahal Bradley is an absolute stud, and um, you know he's going to be somebody that's going to have long term value moving forward once he does get the call. And that's Taj Mahal Bradley. Sorry for my anger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we're we're on the same page. I do want to say real quick, Jordan Walker's forty five percent owned on Yahoo. Just wanted to throw that out there, but let's uh, stick with Taj here. Uh, it's the same story though with, you know, Jordan Walker, he was out there performing great and the Rays said, Oh, you know, we're going to send him back down. I think they had a BS reason too was, Oh, he needs to start every five days. Like he wasn't starting every five days while he was up with the race. Cause he certainly was. It's just been super, super annoying here. Um, kid was a monster. Matt Reggio off the stats in the, the major leagues while he was up across his three starts, 15 innings, 23 strikeouts, great whip, great ERA. I think he'll be back up again sooner than later with the big league club. He's 37% owned on Yahoo. Once again, that is Taj Bradley, the Taj Mahal himself. But guys, real quick, have you ever tried to buy tickets to see your favorite artist or sports team and wound up being stressed out by how much of a hassle it can be? Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. That's why you need to check out the Game Time app. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped up for the fun you'll have. Using the Game Time app is super rewarding with flash deals and last-minute tickets. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Image of the seats and views from exactly where you'll be sitting. Lowest price guarantee and event cancellation protection. I mean, there's a reason it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the clo- the code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price always guaranteed. And as always, we want to thank our everydayers and new listeners for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. Be sure to look out for a new episode tomorrow featuring must-add waiver wire players heading into the weekend. And guys, once again, you need to lock on in for the whole episode because we have a bunch of great injured players. If you got that extra IL spot, you want to add these guys. Give you a little tease on a few of the names. We got Trevor Story, Tariq Skubal, and the the Mondesi himself, Mr. Adalberto Mondesi. So you guys want to lock in to hear our thoughts and opinions on all of these players. But uh, let's move on here to somebody you may not have heard of before. Somebody I'm a big fan of, and it's Christian Encarnacion Strand. So just like Ellie De La Cruz, and ironically, they are both on the Cincinnati Reds. This guy has been absolutely mashing down in the minors. Uh, He was also a little banged up, same as Ellie, to start the minor league season. But, you know, in the minor league season so far, Mr. Encarnacion Strand has played 14 games, 62 at-bats, 14 runs, 
two doubles, seven bombs, 14 RBIs, and he's hitting a whopping 371. And in spring training, he almost made the Reds team before he got hurt because he was hitting like oh well over 400. I think he's hitting like 470 in spring training, absolutely raking. This guy's got light tower power. He's uh, hits for a lot, a lot of home runs last year in the minors. He hit 32 home runs in 122 games. He had 114 RBIs, and he hit 304. He's never hit under 304 in the minors. He's hit 391 in 2021, and the guy is an uh, absolute beast. He's six six foot 225, so that's a lot of muscle on his frame. I'm a huge fan of Encarnacion Strand. I, let me get let me grab you his uh his ownership percentage because it's probably nothing right now. You probably get him for free 99 if you got that extra NA spot. 12% owned on Yahoo. It's climbing a tiny bit, but I love Christian Encarnacion Strand of the Cincinnati Reds. He plays first base, by the way. Yeah, um, he has a lot of upside. See, the thing is, like, the Reds just should have brought up all their prospects from opening day, and maybe they'd be doing much better than what they're doing now. And Let's I, hope they do it at some point, Matt. Yeah, I know, and I'm sure Jeff Carr over at uh, Locked On Reds uh, would completely agree. I mean, at this point, what's the point of having all these guys down? I mean, the yes. kid's absolutely killing it. So it's just, it's just a joke. But, you know, let's move on here. Um, let's talk about an injured person now. Somebody that's coming off the coming off the IL that you know you probably all should have. That's Mr. Trevor's story. Um, it seems like he's progressing pretty well. Um, return date is still unknown, to my knowledge at least. Um, yeah. But we all know what Story's upside can be. The fact that he has second base eligibility is even nicer because now he's not buried in, you know, the shortstops where everybody is pretty much a lot better than him. You put him in the second base category. And it's a different animal entirely, right? So last year in his limited limited season, because of course he was hurt again, um, he had 357 at bats, 50, um, 53 runs, 16 bombs, 66 ribs, 13 stolen bases, batted a measly 238. But I think you know he was probably battling something because at some point during the season he did have a nice nice um, average to boot. So story is somebody that you know I'm definitely at least keeping an eye on. He's on my watch list. Uh, he's owned in all the leagues I've been funny enough. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm just hoping somebody drops him. But um, to my knowledge, I mean, not to my knowledge, to essentially my point is he's 34% owned. So if you have a free IL spot and you feel like you need a second baseman and you want to carry carry somebody on your IL for as long as we humanly can, hopefully till he comes back, then Trevor Story could be that person that eventually gives you that influx of, of power and speed in your second base spot. So definitely take a look at Trevor's story, at least make him a watch list. Yeah, Matt, you covered him pretty well. You know, in that limited time last year, it's 16 bombs, 13 steals. You love to see that. The batting average may not get back to what it used to be when he was in Colorado. But if story can go, uh, it depends on when he comes back. But he obviously, you know, in a full season, he has like 25, 25 upside. So you, you know, um, turn that into however many games back and you do a little bit of math and you figure, okay, maybe um, if he comes back, let's say I, I was hearing it's going to be late in the season. Maybe, you know, for that playoff push for you or for your, you know, a team that's higher up in the rankings and, you know, you know, you're going to make the playoffs. He can be that little burst that you need, uh, you know, during the playoffs. So, you know, you give, te- you give Trevor's story this, uh, the chance here. Let's see. Uh, Matt, do we read off his ownership percentage? 34, 34% yeah. owned on Yahoo right now for Trevor's story. He's still out there in quite a few leagues. Go out there and grab him. But, Matt, I think your analysis on him was uh, pretty spot on. I will say it was the UCL injury is what he was, you know, is is working his way back from. That could always be a little tough with the elbow. 
So, you know, just uh, keep Story on your watch list if you don't have room on the IL. But if you have room on the IL, Story's a pretty solid stash. Let's move on to a pitcher that was having a breakout year last year before they went down, and it's Tarek Skubal. Uh, I'm a huge Skubal fan. Uh, he's a very, very young, talented pitcher. He is also coming back from he had surgery on his left elbow to repair his uh, flexor tendon. And once again, kid was having a great, great year last year before he got hurt. Last year in 117 innings, Skubal went seven wins, eight losses, three five two ERA. He had 117 strikeouts and 117 innings. He had a 115 whip. And, you know, Matt and I talk about it fairly often here, so I will bring it up. Uh, he had a 296 FIP, which is fielding independent pitching. If you're not familiar with it, it's an ERA indicator. Kind of gives you an idea of where their ERA should be rather than where it is. So th- with the FIP being a lot better than the ERA, and the ERA was pretty solid at the 352, I think Tarek Skubal, uh, you know, as a 26-year-old this year, will be very, very useful. And the update on him is that he's um, been throwing bullpen sessions. He is throwing one on this upcoming Saturday. They don't have a target set for Scoobles' return, but he is eligible on May 29th. I think it may push past that a little bit because I'm sure they're going to give him three, four rehab starts, and depending on how those go, we will see with Scoobles. I'm a huge fan of his. He's only 8% owned on Yahoo right now, so he's a steal, steal, steal to pick up right now. Add him to your IL if you do have that extra spot. I think he's back by mid-June. Hopefully a nice little birthday present for me. (laughs) Scoobles cool. Um, you know, I'll, I'd love to see what he what he can do um, after last season. So, I'll cross my fingers for him. You did a great job there, Dom. I think we should move on here. Let's talk about my favorite person to make fun of, and we all know <laughs> drum roll, please, Mister Alberto Flangy Montesi. Um, Mister Flangies himself, Alberto Montesi, legitimately the hospital room himself. I have so many nicknames for this guy. Um, the hospital room, yeah, uh, is now somebody that you should take a look at. I, I would say never touch him with a 10 foot pole during a draft, but now that we're here in the in the um, what do you call it in draft season? I mean, in, in the season, what's stopping you? I mean, we've had guys that we want to drop, we're pitching and ditching, you know, there's guys underperforming, and you may have missed out on stolen bases. Well, you know, he could steal everything under the sun. He is upside out the wazoo at this point. It's just you don't feel great drafting him. So now let's keep an eye on him and let's see what's going on. He's now on the Boston Red Sox. And, I mean, quite honestly, they need an influx. So I'm sure that they're waiting and dying for this kid to come back. Um, I'm trying to pull up his – here we go. His ownership percentage is about 33%. Visits with the doctor and next steps of his rehab process. Montesi has been going through the same hitting and fielding routine he had several weeks ago and hasn't played any games yet. Um, a clear timetable for an infielder could be available following the upcoming cleanup checkup. So we should know more on when he, sh- when he should be making the return. Uh, he should be eligible soon as well. So we should see what's going on. At least throw him on a watch list. And if we get a time to, hey, he can be back in two, three weeks, I may stash him on my wave, on my uh, IL, especially if I can just add him directly there, because then it, that's there's that nice balance. Um, yeah. And before we start, I let Dom speak, and, you know, everybody's probably tired of hearing my voice. Our new sponsor, So Rare, is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming 
fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, so rare, managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards. There are no costs to play. So Rare recently partnered with MLB stars Juan Soto and Julio Rodriguez to serve as brand ambassadors. Both are featured in So Rare current brand campaign and will engage with the uh, So Rare community throughout the season uh, season at MLB events. Head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn. That's spelled S-O-R-A-R-R-E.com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's so rare.com slash locked on to start playing today. All right, Dom, go ahead. <laughs> I'm tired of talking. <laughs> All right, brother. Let's uh let's dig into the, the hospital wing, the what'd you say, the hospital room, <laughs> uh, yeah. the a case of the Mondesis, uh yes. whatever, the man of a, a bunch of nicknames that aren't so great here. But I think I think there's finally upside on him. You know, as as you mentioned, my brother. Uh, you know, we always had to pay up over the past, you know, three, four years, uh, Mondesi always, you know, you had to pay a, a decent price to get him on your, your fantasy baseball team. But right now, as you mentioned, 33% owned on Yahoo. You can just pick him up. You just pick him up, add him to the IL if you got the extra spot. And if he, if, if he burns you, if there's a setback, you, you drop him. It's as easy as that. And I think this is where you can really benefit. With the bigger bases and steals being up a lot, Mondesi can go out there. Let's say he comes back in June, let's say the middle of June. He could go out there, you know, for the rest of June, July, August, September, and steal you. A, a no, I'm not even exaggerating, 35 bases in that time. He could hit you 10, 10 home runs or so. He's always had a tiny bit of power in that bat. The batting average is not going to be great. He's a 244 career hitter. His uh, plate discipline is not not good at all. So if he goes out there, he hits you 240, steals you 30 bases, hits you 10 bombs. The runs in the RBIs could be okay. The Red Sox are, are a little bit better than expected. That AL East has just been super, super tough, probably the best of in baseball right now so we'll see how things go with uh, Devers Yoshida and the rest of the crew over there being pretty decent I think the runs in the RBIs could be okay he'll probably be hitting towards the top of that lineup to be honest with you and uh you know Alberto Montesi somebody you definitely want to check out after all of these years you know of uh paying up you don't have to do that anymore you could add him free to your team for free 99 at the moment Let's move on to another. Oh, real quick, before we move on, uh, his injury was um, he got surgery on his left knee to repair his torn ACL. Just to let you guys know, you know, uh, why he's been out. Uh, you know, he, I had to scroll down his injury history here to, you know, get to where we are at the moment. So, uh, you know, I apologize for that. But let's move on to our next guy, and that is Lance McCullers. Lance McCullers is is solid. He's not, you know, he's not going to blow you away. He's not one of the, you know, best pitchers in baseball as, you know, when he was younger people thought he had that upside to be. Uh, you know, he just he's serviceable at this point. And, you know, let's uh, read off some stats here for you guys on Lance McCullers. Last year he was actually pretty good in the limited time that he was out there last year Lance McCullers. Uh, had a 227 ERA, 47 innings pitch, 50 strikeouts, and a 123 whip. He's never really been a good whip guy in his career, so I don't expect the whip to be good. But he has a career 348 ERA. He's over a K per nine in his career. And, you know, that Houston Astros team is pretty good. So he will be able to pick up wins for you. I think out of everybody that we're talking about today, I think McCullers might be the closest to returning. He is 55% owned on Yahoo. The update is uh, Lance McCullers. He threw a 25-pitch bullpen session on Tuesday. 
Um, he hit 92 miles per hour in that bullpen session, which is still a little bit down from his normal velocity. But um, it looks like he may be back sometime next month. So we're going to see a lot more guys coming back from the IL in June, it looks like. So Lance McCullers worth the stash. You know, he's pretty solid. Once again, 55% owned on Yahoo. Uh, he's pretty good. I'm, I'm, uh, I like Lance McCullers. Yeah, buddy. I mean, my thing with Lance McCullers is I'm just – he's everybody's fantasy darling. It's funny. I just – my guy is just not good in my opinion, but he's at least worth an head. Um, at least worth a watch. If he starts doing his thing once he's back, whatever. Dom looks like he's about to stab me with his eyes, which is fine. I'm just really not a Lance No, 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 no. It's he's just, listen, like, like I kind of said, I, he's not like the best guy. He's not one of the top pitchers in baseball, but he's serviceable. And if you can get him for free 99 right now, ERA's always been good. Strikeouts are going to be good. The wins will probably be solid. The whip is the only thing. If you're already suffering and whip, don't uh, go pick him up. And then real quick, while uh, the injury was, what was the injury again? His elbow, his elbow. So you do want to be weary with them. Elbow things are never things you want to hear. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, he's like my, out of all the guys I'm watching, he's at the bottom, throw him there. If you need a pitcher, and you know what? You scoop him up, you see what he does. If he takes a outright duty, you just drop him. But anyway, let's move on to somebody I'm a little bit more confident in. And that's Mr. Trevor Rogers. Um, Trevor Rogers was an interesting talent. That kind of flared out last year, um, except for like what, like the last four starts of the season last year, he finally figured it out. Um, other than that, I was, you know, praying that he would bounce back. I really thought he would because the 2020 season, right? No, the 2021 season was absolutely bonkers. And I just figured, okay, like he's going to be great this year. And it wasn't. And it was just atrocious where he finished with 107 innings, four wins, 106 Ks. A 5-4-7 ERA with a 1-5 whip. It's atrocious. But his upside could be, you know, a low threes, well over a K per nine. Not going to get the wins with, you know, Miami being that they're Miami. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things where Rodgers could actually give you a really nice bonus in the thing. Um, it looks like right here that his biceps – um, are the injury here, and he played catch on Monday from about 90 feet. Positive news here that uh, resumed throwing a couple weeks after landing on the injury list due to bicep strain, but he's still weeks away, but if not months away from returning. There is no timetable for his return at the moment, but it's just a watch list thing. I foresee him coming back right after the All-Star break, so during that two weeks off where we're waiting for somebody to come, we see that he's getting activated for that first start of the of the, the second half of the season. He's somebody I'm definitely running to add, and that's for me for Trevor Rogers. Yeah, let's not forget Trevor Rogers still 25 years old, guys. You know, I know he's been around for a couple of years, and maybe that fatigue is starting to set in on him, but he's still only 25 years old. And let's talk about this year. His first two starts came against the Mets, and if everyone remembers correctly, the Mets came out like, you know, a house on fire. I know they're struggling lately to hit. But, you know, the Mets were one of the best teams in baseball at the beginning of the season. So, you know, it's fair that he struggled a little bit against them. But then, you know, that April 14th start against Arizona. Arizona's a decent team, too. Uh, he went out there six innings, got the win, seven strikeouts, gave up one run, and he had a one whip. So I was very encouraged by that. And then the next time he went out, he gave up a run in three innings to San Fran, um, three strikeouts, and he, you know, wound up getting that uh, bicep issue going on. So I was, you know... I was a little bummed out because I was big on Trevor Rogers, but I still think there's a lot of strikeout upside. I think, you know, the ERA could wind up, you know, being solid. And uh, the whip, let's see, you know, um, let's uh, – I want to check out. Was he 
whip guy in the minor league. Yeah, the, the control wasn't great in the minor leagues for him uh, either. So the whip might be, uh, be a little high. He might be a little bit of like a, a Lance McCullers type kind of guy where the strikeouts can be good. The ERA can be good. The whip might not be great, but he won't get the wins like uh, Lance McCullers because, you know, as Matt mentioned, those Marlins are not one of the better teams in uh, baseball. So uh, Trevor Rogers is currently 13% owned on Yahoo. You could definitely give him the shot and let's see where things go from there. Let's move on to our last guy of the night, somebody that we've uh, talked about a bit on this podcast, and uh, it's Mike Soroka. He is a very talented young player. You know, Matt and I were playing the stash game back and forth. I think I dropped him. Matt picked him up. Matt dropped him. I picked him up. We were going back and forth quite a bit. It looks like, you know, actually, we got a little bit of news here on Mike Soroka. It looks like Mike Soroka actually might be an option for the Blue Jays or to start against the Blue Jays on Sunday. So that's actually very, very interesting. You should go out there and uh, it's a little sneaky ad at the moment. I will say this about Soroka. Um, You know, he was struggling a little bit in his last few starts down there in the minor leagues. But, you know, he's got that upside, man. He was, uh, you know, a darling a few years back, you know, before he uh, – Matt, what was the injury with him again? He Was it ACL, ACL twice? I, no, no. Um, I'm sorry, not ACL. Achilles. Achilles. He blew out his Achilles twice, and then I think he messed up his knee one time in the middle of all of that. But let's talk about Soroka's breakout year in 2019. He had 13 wins, four losses, 2-6-8 ERA, 174 innings, 142 uh Strikeouts and a one-one-one whip. So you know Soroka is a great ERA suppressor. The strikeouts are not going to be at a K per nine. That's just not in his repertoire. The wins should be good with the Braves. The whip is a little suspect as well as he's never really been a fantastic whip guy. So the whip might be a little bit you know tough, especially you know for all of these pitchers coming back from the IL. The control is kind of one of those last things that comes back. So you kind of want to you know just take that into account. But you know what, uh, Schuster and uh, Dodd, I don't think they're the answers for you know Atlanta. I think Soroka is definitely a little bit better of an option for them. So you know, let's see where things go with uh, Soroka. I definitely think you know out of everyone we're talking about, he's actually seems like he's the closest out of everyone to coming back and contributing to your uh, fantasy team. Yeah, I mean, what's unfortunate is if nobody remembers Mike Soroka, if you're new to fantasy baseball, Mike Soroka was their ace before Strider was called up, um, came up, I think, I believe the same year as Freed and um, and Anderson, even though Anderson flopped. And he's Soroka, horrible. He's absolutely atrocious. He was a one hit wonder. Um, yeah. he, he's literally shaggy of fantasy baseball. Um, <laughs> you know, so Mike Soroka was you know, had the control, had the ERA, was under a K per nine, but I felt he had the the upside to at least get to K per nine, if not plus K per nine, which would have been really nice. Um, there was a lot of comps to young Scherzer, even though Dom does disagree with me and we can agree to disagree. I'm a Soroka truther here. And if no, that I love Mike Soroka. It's just that he's never been a strikeout guy. He was 32 strikeouts under a K per nine. So I don't, I don't know if he, if he does have that upside. He's never when he was 17 in uh, rookie ball, he had 34 innings, 37 strikeouts. Other than that, he was never over a K per nine. I hear you, but you know, these are the comps that were being thrown out. And this is why I like, I, I was like, Hmm, this could be great. I mean, regardless of the fact he was great, he just wasn't a K per nine. I love him. He's great. Yeah. He is very, very good. Very, very good player. So like I said, we're speaking upside here. So Mike Soroka is, yeah, cool. is somebody that I just literally added since Dom let me know in the one league. Um, that I have moves in and um, you know, 
Soroka is somebody that you should add, add to your list at least to see what he does. I mean, if he comes out, gets lit up, and doesn't get sent down, that means they're gonna they're willing to roll him out a couple more. I mean, he's a much better option than Dodd and Schuster, like Dom said. So, yeah. I mean, Mike Soroka is going to kill it once he figures it out, and that's just in my opinion. But, uh, Dom, take it away, sir. Yeah, and, and once again, I don't want people to think I'm out here hating on Mike Soroka. I love him. Yeah. I, I had him on a few of my teams a few weeks back when he actually was doing good down there in the minors. So, you know, Soroka is definitely a great option to add. I, I am a big fan of his. But with that being said, guys, that is all for us for today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Check out our website if you already haven't. And just a big thank you to our everydayers and new listeners for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. Um, we appreciate all of our fans. You know, wouldn't be here without uh, all of you guys. And, you know, uh, your your viewership means a lot to us. But make sure you lock on for a new episode tomorrow featuring those must-add waiver wire players. Matt teased one of them today, which was Yuri Perez, and he's a must-add right now. So that's uh, why we did want to throw his name out there today. But we'll deep dive on him tomorrow. So, guys, once again, lock on in with us for that episode tomorrow. But until then, see you. Peace.